Okay. Paxers, before we get started, we want to let you know right out of the gate that Dredd and I have a board meeting to be to in approximately 27 minutes. So you are going to get nothing but jam-packed content, A to B to C to D, and so on and so forth. Um, that was good. Don't ask me any silly questions. Okay. Do I, do I ask you silly questions? 194.6, 34.9. Oh, <laughs> bang. Right, boop, boop. right in the uh, old Ranger Rooney. Uh, I attended, uh, let's see, I went to, uh, I went to the tank yesterday, Sparta this morning. And, uh, so you spent some time up here in Metro. Yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and say it out loud. My life is better when I work out in Metro. Hmm. This is what I'm noticing. Although I will say, uh, on Thursday, uh, Cindy was there and, uh, did he harass you? Oh yeah. Ceaselessly, ceaselessly. Uh, who who had the cue? Uh, it was, oh, Stinger. Stinger had the cue on Thursday. Stinger's accelerating. I don't know if you knew that. He's an acceleration machine, man. Have you seen all the stuff coming out of his team on QSource? Oh, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I don't know. I feel like I don't do anything. And I'm like, that's the point of it. Isn't Dark it? is waving at when, my M who's yes. in the- Oh, so uh, I forget that we're on the- <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I know. He's like, people are like, what I'm like, he ah. doing? I was waving to, uh, uh, to the Marge. Yeah, so M Dredd is in yes. the house. She's, uh, she's doing some of her lawyering work. She she's, also is an attorney. I don't know if anybody didn't know that out there. She is. She's out practicing she right is. now. She's, uh, she's actually a realtor now. Yep. But from time to time, she does a little. She's a, a woman of many I'm talents. Call it family litigation. <laughs> <laughs> like she's in the family and she, she sues you. <laughs> Getting ready to litigate. She puts you on the stand at home. That's right. She's like, uh, <laughs> yep. I'd like to submit into evidence uh, the spilled orange juice. Uh, <laughs> That's the way it works out sometimes. <laughs> That's the way it works out. All right. So uh, the queue was uh, so Stinger on Thursday, Stinger and then and Friday slaughter this morning. Yeah, slaughter this morning, and it was uh, it was spicy. Um, both days. Uh, I was got... uh, actually thinking about posting a Sparta this morning. I rarely go to Sparta, but Slaughter had the queue. I yeah. didn't know you were going to be there. I wish I had. Mongol was but, there, and he's the one that kind of headlocked uh, me into going. But, I was yeah. in a long deposition in this room yesterday. Oof. Left me uh, exhausted. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's so. It reminds me of what I was going to mention to you. Uh, yeah, Cindy was there and did mock mock me relentlessly. Said things like, "Frank, I'm going to challenge you that uh, next time you come, don't wear an F3 shirt to the Metro workout." <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> so good. Something wrong with and that I guy. Tried but if, to, we, if we if we didn't have him, we'd have to invent him. You know what? You're absolutely right. And I, right. like, you can't make up Cindy. That's the funniest part about it. Is he just says these things and does these things. You're like. That has to be made up. Do you know not. he calls you? Oh, good. Darkest of all haters. Does he really? That's what he says. I love him means. so much. Yeah, I was like, he's not a hater. I did mention to him. So two things about Cindy being there. One is I did I did mention uh, how much I love him and and how much I know that he loves me. And he said it's a little early in the relationship for that helmet. Yeah. And I said I said it's not, and you know it. And then he just smiled, and I was like, see, 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 you're Cindy, melting the heart. Cindy, I'm telling you. And guys commented on. Thursday guys that were there I mean I'm sorry on Friday that were also there on Thursday they were right. like we think that Cindy is rubbing off on you and you're rubbing off on Cindy and I said good that's what's supposed to happen so Cindy's softening maybe a little and maybe I'm getting a little more a uh, little flippery because I was so out of breath by the end of the workout all I all I, all I could get out was my name and they were like oh you bet flipper because I didn't say like my right. my hospital name my right. age I was just like oh, no, no, no. but anyway the other thing about Cindy is he inquired about you Grand. Yeah, he's, and he mo- said, he's mocking me because I'm because I'm. Uh, he said you haven't been out. Uh, I've been out. I just I've got naggers and uh, it's kept me away from some of the workouts I usually yeah. go to. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, he said it with one eye. Prestige worldwide is outside of my bandwidth of, of ability to. to keep when up I'm, right now, yeah. when I'm feeling good, it's it's I'm, 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 I'm on the edge of, of yeah. asphyxia. You know, it's yeah, like, dying. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would probably just be a big flash anchor on them right nah, now. So. Nah, they they'd come back. They love you. I love them, but I mean, I don't I like to have people come back. For I know, but sometimes humility. Anyway, the point is, is he actually looked like he had genuine concern in his eyes. Yeah, he thinks I'm like a circle in the drain. No, he doesn't. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> and the truth is, I'm going to reveal it now. I'm circle in the drain. Nah, no. I just got a couple of naggers. I got... Um, yeah, is your, how's your foot? Is it your foot? No, it's not my foot. It's like, I just, who cares about people talk about their injuries constantly. I've had, a, I've had person, a, so. a minor flare-up of my, uh, you know, old man back. Uh, yes. and the I OMB kind of weird elbow. I think you had an elbow. Yeah, Slaughter said you got a weird elbow. Anyway, thing. that's all good. That's all good. You know what? You just hang in there. These are just all the things that that uh, all of us. Uh, Luckily, F three so. offers so many choices that I can work out every day and for, find a way to work out around those injuries, which yes. I do, and still accelerate. Well, which you know, is where we're at. Just a little more slowly. Well, you know, uh, you know. It, if if I'm remembering correctly, the pace of the acceleration is not nearly as important. <laughs> as the fact that it's happening. Good news is um, at 177.9 and uh, 31.4 on <sighs> seven day. So Th- 31.4. You have to buy new pants. No, nah, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> anyway, probably never. I'm about, I probably won't go much lower than that. So, uh, which, is, which brings us back to where we started. We have approximately 20 minutes to, uh, to get to the substance Let portion of this. Let us roll this opening now. And, and we're back. back. Boom. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'll be joined every week by some of the greatest leaders I can find in F3 and beyond. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach virtuous leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet. All right, so it's candor. So, well, two things. Uh, actually, I, I, we had talked about maybe revisiting exhortation. Is it candor? Uh, it would be. Okay. It, yeah, it would be. It would be. Oh, you want to revisit exhortation? Well, we didn't get very deep into it. All right. Uh, and so I thought maybe we'd revisit exhortation. But you know before what? that. We can do whatever we want. I know that's the beautiful thing. You know why we can do whatever we want? Tell me. Three letters. C-O-T. C-O-T. Because C-O-T takes on all the hard right. sluggeroo of telling the nation what's the going heavy, on. Doing the real heavy lifting. They're right? doing the heavy lifting. And yeah. uh, as Rapido might say. <laughs> <laughs> hold, on, hold on, I'll see it. Uh, what would Rapido say about that? I don't want to brag. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the old COT, <laughs> we lift heavy and we lift long. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh gosh! I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that comes kidding. out well on the, uh, on the tape or not. But my, man, it's sitting here. It's funny. I've gotten a number of texts this week saying I'm literally crying right now. I mean, it's just so, yeah. It's it's just, <laughs> it's so solid. Nailed it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. So, Moving on. But uh, the COT does the heavy lifting. Right, exactly. And uh, exactly. as does uh, the nation's grandstand, does the heavy lifting, uh, getting in-depth with folks. Which means we have almost made ourselves obsolete, which is always the leader's goal to begin with. 
So that gives us the opportunity here, though, to pontificate, which no one else seems to do quite as well as we do. So we're going to keep filling that gap until such a man presents himself as to do a better job. First guy who told me that, work yourself out of a job, sounded like craziness. Uh, But he was out in business doing it. I watched him do it. I understood it. And I've always was some starts and stops to try to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I've never been punished for it. Right. You know, obsoleting, obsoleting yourself is never a bad idea. Nope. Always I will works. say this. Every once in a while, I sit around going, I feel like I should be doing more stuff. Yeah, but but you know. then you realize I'm only doing the stuff that I'm supposed to be that's doing, right. and that's why I'm not just creating busy. It's a little bit of a, of a jester-fueled mania to think that you got to be the straw that stirs the drink and everything. Like, it's like, man, if I'm not you know, at the right. center of the, the ring here and all things, people forget who I am, but it's just not true. It's completely countercultural, though. Yeah, it's countercultural. And so it is. It's that's difficult. Right. Anyway, uh, real quick, could you mention uh, – Young James Cotchett had uh, had brought to our attention the fact that there is right. a campaign coming this uh, there is a this campaign. fall. Um, I thought maybe we'd mention it real quick. I guess you'd call it Give to Give Two, the Deuce. Or yes, so, the Reckoning. The Reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> this time they mean it. So <laughs> it's personal. The uh, you know those pastors who have been with us for a few years know we did a uh, capital campaign a couple of years ago, two three uh, years two, ago. yeah two three years yep. And the goal of that, or the name of the capital campaign was Give to Give. Give to Give. And the idea was that we would put together some money and mm-hmm. uh, use that funding uh, for leaping. Yes. Lords of Leaping. Yeah, at that point, that's what that was for. And candidly, it worked. It worked. Uh, we raised a good buttload of money, mm-hmm. put that into the foundation. Yep. And then- uh, And we used we, a lot of those funds to leap right. to a lot of places. And I think we also used those leap funds uh, for Troubadour yes. program. Yes, yep. Uh, we, we just sort of generally said growth. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was successful. So um, now that we're moving the, uh, the foundation up a notch. Yes. Right. Accelerating it. Uh, we are looking to um, put together a fund. Yep. Uh, so we're able to have a professional fundraiser yeah. on board. Yeah. And that's I mean, obviously going to, we have to pay the guy because yeah. we're talking about full time. Yeah. So we're uh, doing the GDD to G to G to the deuce, yep. the reckoning, yep. for that purpose to seed the uh, this fundraiser uh, who were interviewing. We interviewed a guy the, the other yeah. day, and when, and when Drake says fundraiser, freedom. he means one who fundraises, an executive director of the foundation right. is what we're looking That's for right. there. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm like cut into his part of his you know duties, but he's uh, this is a guy, you know, Etheridge uh, Cotrocket is the president of the foundation. Yes, as uh, darkest of all is the president of, of the nation. But uh, the idea would be to have a guy who actually knows what he's doing. That's what Jimmy was saying. Right. <laughs> who actually is running the show. Right, right. Uh, and, and, and it's full-time. Yeah. And Putting it's full-time, right. That's it's a big deal. Because deal. Uh, we're looking to accelerate this thing and really capture the, um, you know, the gratitude or the, uh, the charitable nature of the average Paxer, yeah. you know, and, and use that to really have impact on communities. So that's what we're trying to do. Yep. Anyway, you're going to hear about this. We're going to do it in the same way uh, that we did the last one. Uh, and hopefully through the G2G deuce, we will be able to raise significant funds yeah. so that we can put the executive director in place. So we're pretty excited about that. Well, uh, well, yeah, real excited about that because um, in 15 minutes, Dred and I are going to jump on this call with the board of directors of F3 Nation right. uh, or F3 Inc. And we are he's going to outlay something that I, for me, I'm like, I get a little goosebumpy. Uh, thinking about because it's kind of the next big thing. That's where we're, that's where we're headed. We have, we feel like we've got things rolling pretty well. Uh, We've vaped. We've, uh, you know, done all the things to, to get F3 nation rolling and and saving sad clowns. And 
And now we're ready to kind of continue to spread that, that mission uh, in other ways. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, yeah. it's pretty exciting. Yeah. But it does take exhortation, does it not? Ah, one must exhort. Ah, that's right. What's, what's the difference? Real quick. What's the difference between, or where does dynamic shame goading fit into exhortation? Or does it? Because, and the reason I bring I, it up is there's some stuff happening on Twitter today that I was like, hmm. Saw that. Yeah. Um, so, um, dynamic shame goading. <laughs> it's such a good, <laughs> it's a great term. But. You know, it's just one of those things like F3 is like, you know, we have resurrected some prohibited concepts in terms, one of them yes. being shame shame you know and yeah when we say shame we just mean you know the the, the you know the manifest distance between what you know you're supposed to do and what you actually do, do right? right and then having that pointed out to you in a loving way right right is a is a goad yes right which is a sharpened stick to <laughs> <laughs> impel you to do better yeah right it's with you know, the just, intent for you to accelerate. Right. So, you know, if a man you respect looks in the eye and says, you can do better, and I think you know that, what are you going to do? You're probably going to do better. It's worked for me every time. That's right. And dynamic, rather than static, meaning it's not the same for every person. Right. You don't go up to a guy that's struggling with his weight and say, you're a fat slob. There, you're welcome. Right. You know, I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah you don't also, dynamic means you don't stick him with the stick and then just leave it in. That's it. right. So it's, that's why shame is not enough, you know, because right. justifiably so shame has been misused. Right. It's been toxically misused. Yeah, and we're not talking about that. We're, we're talking about, you know, the, the feeling that one gets when one is confronted with the fact that their behavior does not meet the standard to which they previously agreed. Yeah. Right. That's what we mean. That is what it is. Yeah. And, and that can be done in a variety of ways, but the way to do it is, is what we have just talked about to do with love. So it, it, it compels that person. Now, I'm going to say that the main difference is I think of dynamic shame goading as being aimed at individuals and their own behavior, mm -hmm. whereas exhortation is really aimed more at collective the group. groups okay. to try to ensure that they continue to accelerate collectively towards a vision which they've agreed yeah. to, have responded to persuasion to start moving to. It, it could be. Exhortation can be at an individual. I'm just saying in general, sure. I think of that. Sure. You know, that, that's sort of one of the major that's right. differences there. That's right. And, and typically when I'm, if I'm giving a little guy, a, a guy, a little DSG. Or a little guy. Or the little guy. The little guy. Yeah. Either way. Um, it may be that that is more of an in private kind of a thing. Sure. Um, I think it should be. Yeah. I mean, it could be a, a sort of public, as the example, I think sometimes when Cindy runs by and says, come on fat pants let's go faster sure. I, I think you know well of course who knows that's not really born out of love it's just or maybe it is right. it is for me because cindy loves me and i love cindy but that that kind of thing obviously is public and out there and it's kind of just a little poke to get you little, get your DSG, but i've seen but him do i've seen him do that to a guy that doesn't take to it well and get a bad reaction right so right. um which so that's know. why in private is a more effective sure way to, and i think it's a would it be fair to say that it's a mixed thing? Like maybe you use a little of that, but you're also exhorting. Of course. Because, and see, I think that's where people get confused too, is that it, exhorting is not just telling you what to do louder, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, so I just want to make one more clarifying. Yeah, yeah. When you exhort, when s someone, generally a group or so, could be a person, has encountered an obstacle in their movement mm -hmm. towards advantage. Yes. And that obstacle has temporarily suspended their, move, their movement. Uh -huh. And it threatens to, to, to reverse the game, right? In other words, mm -hmm. 
you, you know, you're, you're looking at a molehill or thinking it's a mountain and you're like, I can't go any farther. And yes, you could, if you just kept yeah. moving. Right. Yeah. So it's not so much that your behavior is not meeting a standard is as your movement has temporarily, temporarily halted because of a of, of perceived obstacle or it may be a it real, may be real. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you say, look, man, this is what you have to breach this thing. Well, I say, like I say to my kids all the time, I know it's going to be hard. Right. Does that mean we can't do it? So when you incentivize that, that's what we say. Exhortation is, is incentivized. Yes. That's where I want to make a distinction. Like you're yep. giving the person a reason to do it. Right. Incentivizing, incentivizing can be with a carrot. Sure. Could be with a stick. <laughs> right. Know? And maybe that's more like dynamic shang going, but what you're essentially doing is look, we don't have to give up here. Right. You know, let's just persevere. Let's just drive on. Yeah. You know, we started, we made good movement. Yeah. We hit this thing. Let's drive on through that. We can do it. Yeah. But look, here's, you know, and, and then telling them, look, right. when we get to the other side of this, you need to trust me. That's right. We're going right. to make it. Right. And, and when we get to the other side of this, you're going to look back and go, right. that was it. So was all we had. for instance, I've kind of like a stock exhortation, which basically, you yeah, know, I say, uh, quit anytime you want. <laughs> but my recommendation is to, procrastinate quitting until you got a full belly and the sun's out. We, right. we heard and slaughter this morning was like, can we be done talking about grow rock Midwest? And I said, we'll see, but clearly not because that is something right. and I think might be those exact words right. that you uh, exhorted us with during grow rock. That's right. Well, Danny pointed out to me, uh, Linus uh, pointed out to me while we were cadreing, he's like, uh, man, these guys were doing great until, you know, maybe 20 minutes before the sun came up. <laughs> Which is a uh, Spanish word for that. I think it's madrugada. And he's like, and he says, uh, yeah, madrugada gets him every time. Madrugada, you know? Yeah. What and is that? It's dawn, but really pre-dawn. Oh, that, okay. It's, it's, it's a word for yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah. Got it's it, a it, Spanish it, word for yeah. Anybody out there knows Spanish better than me, which is going to be a lot of y'all. You can point out if what we're that, both yeah. wrong. But he, Linus said, yeah, it's madrugada. Madrugada gets him every time. And uh, it really is true. It's when, they're, when your heart fails. Yeah. So it's also in the military, we call that BMNN. B-M-N-T, before morning nautical twilight. And then there's E-E-N-T, which is early evening nautical twilight. It's the darkness before the dawn. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, in the military, if you're in the field and the enemy's in the field somewhere nearby, uh, you uh, conduct stand to at B-M-N-T, which means every man gets out of his little sack or whatever you're doing. Like you have security, but everybody goes out to the, to the, to the perimeter mm -hmm. and faces out where, where the enemy is. Um, because that's what we learned. Uh, that's when the Indians would attack. Because that's ah, what they know. That, they know. That's when people are most likely to be asleep and hearts were the lowest. Yeah. Like it's the darkness before the dawn. Yeah. That's where that expression comes from, right? So if you push through the darkness before the dawn, you know, on the other side of that, sun comes up, everybody's happy, you know, right. suddenly the spirits out. lift. You know, we used to say, uh, every soldier is a soldier, is a solar soldier. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, everything's fine now. Yeah, a little panel. So, you know, you're going to quit when, you have a, when you're hungry. You're going to quit when you're wet. You're going to quit when you're tired. You're going to quit when, you know, when the sun's not up. Suddenly, all those things, you know, if you procrastinate, you go, at the next juncture that I have dry clothes, uh, the sun is up, and I got a full belly, that's when I'm quitting this darn thing. Yeah. And, and then, of course, yeah. when that time comes. You don't want to. I mean, even think about it. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Didn't even cross yeah. your mind. You're like, yeah, yeah, you're all like, ah, happy again, right? So you, you could apply the same thing to anything. You can apply it to your marriage. Yep. You, you, you know, if you say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see this portion of my marriage through, right? I'm gonna quit when we're joy. You know, when we are happy together, you know, uh, that's that's when you know, we'll we're in Aruba. You know, uh, <laughs> getting we, a couple's right? massage. <laughs> that's right. And we wake up from yeah. some efficient marital love and we <laughs> roll over each other as he's happy. That's what I'm gonna say. 
I've been waiting to tell you, but procrastinate. <laughs> right, we're done here. Yeah, I'm quitting this. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. If you just do that in everything, right? If you just decide, man, right. You know, so that to me, that's and I bring this up because that's to me uh, is exhortation, is convincing men. Yeah. That might be incentivized to them say, look, fine, here's your incentive. You can quit. You can decide this isn't for you. Just don't act on that decision until the next time where everything's working for you. Yeah. Right. And of course that. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's, that that's to me, a, that to me is exhortation. Yeah. And I love rather that. than dynamic shame building. Right. Cause right. you know, um, cause if you see a guy who's quitting something and you say, you know, you're going to be a disgrace, you know, a disgrace quitters never win. You start to all that stuff. Right. Right. Dude's already made. I know right. he's already in bad shape. Yeah, he's already, he's already made those kinds of things. I think what you, you want to say to him is look, um, you want to quit? I, I'm with you. Just uh, let's just wait 15 minutes. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Here, have just a wait, have a cliff bar and let's wait, let's wait, see. Just wait 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. And then that yeah, that might be all it takes. That's why it's you know that 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 part of it uh, that incentivizing it is is uh, is is critical to me. That's how yeah. you do it. That's how you keep men moving. Well, it's funny that you. I love the marriage example even that you gave because I never. I don't know if I ever really put those two things together entirely, but I thought about you know early on in my marriage, I was you know I think I've told the joke on here before, like married, you know, happily married for eighteen years, married for nineteen. Yeah, right. You know, because that first year was just sure freaking terrible. It was terrible. No one knows what they're doing. Yeah, you know, you're, it was a mess. Right. But I remember sitting down with my wife. I mean, like specifically, we looked at each other and said, "Look, clearly we got some stuff going on right. here, but we made the covenant." Right. And so we're going to go. We're just going to make it work. Sure. No matter what, no matter how bad it gets, no matter how much we decide we don't like each other or whatever, we're just going to make it work. And that after like, you know, then you wait till the sun's up. Sure. And then suddenly it was like, and now it doesn't matter how dark it gets. Right. It doesn't matter how many times we're hungry, you know, and cold and tired and wet. Right. We just look at each other and go, well, sun will be up here soon. That's right. You know, that's right. And we'll, and and we'll talk about it. Then. Actually, that becomes a habit. Yeah. So uh, I quit some things in high school, you know, some sports teams and mm -hmm. some stuff. And I quit, you know, wasn't going, we were losing and whatever. And, uh, you know, I kind of got in a like I just kind of slid into a quitting habit. Yeah. And then uh, I had to reverse that after in college and then in military, you know, I had to reverse that. And yeah. once you reverse that quitting habit, once you have the habit of persevering, which means, you know, I'll, I'll wait to the other end of this thing and then I'll look back and say whether, you know, it was a mistake or not. Yeah. But I'll, I'll see it through. Yeah. Right. I'll see well, it through. Yeah. You know, I mean, we told our kids, look, you, you're going to do whatever this extracurricular is. Right. If you say you're doing it, you're in until the end of the year. Right. At the end of the year, you can decide whether you want to quit. Fine. Right. Yeah. You know, you're, you're in. Once you're but in, you're always, you're saying, you know, yeah. and then that'll tell you whether or not you should, should uh, yeah. not do it, you know, the next time. But, you know, uh, that takes some exhortation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That takes some exhortation. I exhort you to think that way. <laughs> what's my incentive you know, i need a dollar <laughs> uh, exactly exactly so i That's think good. the uh particular piece of scripture we used to, to illustrate that is uh let us not become weary in uh doing what is and right we'll do, yeah. for at the proper time we'll reap, reap the harvest if we simply do not give up yeah you know uh, yeah. Let, it, let us not become weary right yeah. because sometimes and this, I'd love that. Uh, that's Galatians six nine, right? So I love that piece of scripture because it so perfectly encapsulates this idea that you will become weary. Yes, yeah. Doing no what is one right. is exempt. Well, you, you know, you're, you know, sometimes despite all your efforts and the purity of your motives, you're like, I, you know, I'm getting beaten up for this, right? No yeah. good deed is getting unpunished, right? I can't see. Why should I keep doing this? Yeah. Right. 
I, I just, you know, I, I'm not seeing any efforts from this. Right. And uh, of course that's the test you're being put through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And maybe the, the results, the, you, you're not seeing them, but they're happening. Right. Right. You find out later, uh, which is actually the entire point of, 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 um, of it's a wonderful life actually. Right. Like you had to show yeah, him, yeah, yeah. you had to kill him to show him. Right. right? We got to go, we gotta go right. ahead right. here. To, yeah. Right. Right. He had to show him what it would, what the world would look like without him. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause he couldn't see it. He was doing all these things and he, and he didn't know it. Yeah. Well, he knew what he was doing. Right. But he didn't see that there was an effect past right. here. Yeah. Right. He couldn't, couldn't catch the vision. Right. Right. He, 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 everything around him was just the things that were there. He had no idea how important he was to those people. Yeah. Until, by virtue of the experiment of withdrawing him and saying this, this was the arc of this town that you spent your life in, which uh, has left you unsatisfied and so unhappy that you want to commit suicide. Here's, here's what it would have looked like, but for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, really kind of a, how much worse right. would have things been had you that's not right, been That's here? right. That's yeah. right. This woman you married would have been a lifelong, you know, maid or yeah, whatever you know, they call them. Yeah. What they call them. They call them. I think that's right. Spencer, old old, spencer. Oh, spencer. Yeah, old yeah, yeah, yeah. Lifelong spinster. Uh, these guys who had this uh, restaurant, this bar, this uh-huh. would be an ugly place to be. Yeah. Right. And he just showed them all these things. Right. Uh, the guy that everybody hated. Right. The what's his name? The Eva. The yeah, bad yeah. guy. The, he, uh, yeah. the town would be named after him. <laughs> you know. And there's all yeah. these strip clubs, and you know where there was yeah, it's a terrible place. Yeah, where there's pharmacies and diners and stuff, just strip clubs, and you know, it's just it, this is people would be would their lives would be less fulfilling because yeah. of that. So, you know, that's sometimes what you have to, when you exhort someone, sometimes you have to show them that. Yeah. And paint then, the picture of right, what the future the, would be. Paint the picture. At the proper time, we're even harvest, proper time being designated by something bigger than us, outside uh-huh. of us. Like that's going to be the proper time. Yeah. That harvest you reap will be something that will be shown to you when it's time to be shown to you. The only thing that's within your control, the, only, the sole thing is whether or not you give up. A choice you have to make to give up. Yeah, but if you maintain this heading and this pace, doing the best you do, the best you can to keep going, fight through this obstacle. If you keep going, then that is that is how you make it possible that a harvest will be reaped. Yeah, otherwise it won't. And and who knows what? Who knows what? Yeah, right. Yeah, makes sense. Love it. All right, man. Uh, we're cutting it. Yeah, we're gonna have to uh, jump on this call. Well, we'll do that. And while we're on that call, would you do me a favor? Yeah, sure. Try to do something, all right? <laughs> I'll do my best. All right, podcast face. <laughs> it's a pot. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs>thanks for listening to 43 feet a leadership podcast if you have questions about f3 leadership or anything else write to us at questions at 43 feet podcast.com tweet us at at 43 feet podcast or find us on facebook at 43 feet while you're there give us a follow also if you like this podcast share it with a friend rate us and write a review it really does help others find us until next time we'll be out here in the unknown the uncomfortable the difficult the 43 feet out front.